Welcome to Streaming Quick Thoughts, where we give our quick thoughts on trending topics. My name is Nathan. And I'm Daniel. And welcome to our podcast. So, Daniel, did you see all the exciting releases and announcements by Disney and Marvel and Star Wars over this past weekend? Yes, I did get a chance to see them. Quite a lot was dropped. A lot more than I thought. It's like a Disney Marvel Christmas present. Right? It was like, just here's an extravaganza buffet of a feast of all the exciting nerd stuff that you were looking for. We're just going to pile it on. Yeah. They announced so much. And they gave a lot of, a lot of trailers for a lot of stuff, including Miss Marvel, which was the most unexpected one for me. I didn't think that they were that far along in the production of Miss Marvel. Yeah, no, Miss Marvel was definitely one that I knew was coming because her comic book has been received fairly well in the nerd community. So it doesn't really surprise me that that's on the slate of things to be looking at. Yeah. And, and the Marvel side of it, the one that surprised me the most, actually, was Fantastic Four. Yes. I mean, I knew they had it back. Yeah. In terms of a film, for sure, I was referring to trailers, like footage or, or content being dropped for Miss Marvel was a surprise for me, but I will 100% agree with you. The Fantastic Four movie being announced announced already was a complete and total surprise to me yeah i was kind of really thinking that that was going to sit on the back burner a little bit longer yeah like maybe we might hear an announcement in 2021 or 2022 for how they plan to bring it in not yes the first family is coming we're going to do it right this time we promise <laughs> yeah exactly yeah another big surprise for me was that the late chadwick boseman will not be recast as t'challa in the upcoming black panther 2 film i'm still kind of wondering how they plan to do that uh it still seems like the most likely thing to do would be to do the story arc where t'challa's in a coma and his sister has to step up to be black panther for a period of time yeah i think that that's one way of doing it right. To be honest, I was expecting a full recast of T'Challa and they, they're they not going for that and I can kind of see it. I mean, can you imagine having to recast Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man? So it's, it's the same thing here, right? Recasting Chadwick Boseman, who's so perfectly embodied T'Challa, you know, that I, I honestly, I, could, I couldn't really see anybody else performing that role. Or like War Machine, when he first got recast, yeah, the character was introduced, but he was only there for one movie and he didn't ever get to be put on the armor. Initially, the character choice for, or the actor choice for replacing him didn't really jive the best with me, but over the course of seeing all the movies, he's really cemented himself into that role. If they were to suddenly like recast him for the upcoming Armor War, series yeah i mean that was another one i'm like hey here's a disney plus live action series of what happens when tony stark's armor gets out into the main world I'm like, heck yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, right? Because that was one of Tony's, one of the things Tony really didn't want to happen. I think that was another big surprise because I wasn't expecting a story or a series that focused exclusively on War Machine. War Machine has not been a character in the MCU that, I, I mean, let's be real here. I don't think people were clamoring for a War Machine series. And I think this is why it's a surprise for me. Don't get me wrong, I am 
absolutely excited for it. I wasn't asking for it, but I am excited at the thought of it. I I don't know what to say about that. Now, another announcement that they put out that kind of killed a fan theory, Ant-Man 3 called Quantum Mania. What, what was the theory that it killed? The theory that they kind of squashed was the boy from Iron Man 3, who then returned for the funeral scene in Endgame. A lot of people thought that they were going to maybe do a Young Avengers with him being Iron Lad. And if anyone out there might get this wrong, you correct me on Twitter and Facebook. But if I remember correctly, Iron Lad, his primary villain or that they were always fighting against was Kang the Conqueror, who was actually was Iron Lad just from the future time traveling back in time. Same person, just two different timelines of it. A lot of people thought that they were using him to set up for the next, basically, Thanos-level character to be Kang the Conqueror. But Ant-Man 3, Quantumania, is announced that they are casting Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror for their villain in that film. Interesting. And Jonathan Majors definitely does not look like a older grown-up version of the boy from Iron yeah. Man 3. No, <laughs> he does not. There, there <laughs> had to be a lot of retconning to make that one work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Another big surprise for me was the announcement of Ironheart. Yes. I mean, I wasn't expecting an announcement for a series, of for an Ironheart series at all. See, I was maybe thinking that out of Tony Stark's MIT project, that we would probably see an Ironheart at some point. But I was actually expecting maybe a Phase 5 movie. Yes. And that's the other thing. All these shows that are being announced for Disney+, Plus. Do they fit into the phases? That's the thing, right? That's that's another really big question because they announced a bunch of other stuff, including a little a, a Groot show as well. Yeah, a little baby Groot what show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it does make you wonder, right, like exactly how all of these stories are going to interconnect with the movies. And that hasn't been made clear yet. Like, for example, is Ironheart going to happen before or after Armor Wars? Now, that's a good question, right? How's that going to tie in? Is is she going to be able to develop this armor because of Armor Wars? Or is Armor Wars going to happen because she develops this armor? Right. And another one that actually really has me excited that it's a series and not a movie. And again, a lot of people were speculating this was going to be the next Avengers team-up movie. And they're making it into a series, Secret Invasion. Yes, Secret Invasion. And this is going to be such an interesting phase, I feel, for the MCU. I mean, this is such an overwhelming phase to be honest with you because in phases one through three we just got movies maybe some tv shows here and there like the netflix you know daredevil jessica jones luke cage and all that maybe didn't really tie in maybe did and agents of shield was probably you know seasons one through three were really the only other series that directly tied into the mcu even these netflix shows weren't exactly i mean they took place in the mcu but they didn't affect they didn't have long lasting effects in the mcu at all but these stuff that's coming up i mean we're being introduced to entirely new heroes in some of these series and so how that's going to play out in the next avengers movie and how this is going to play out in the next you know everything i mean i guess to be fair i mean the the lack of superhero films in 2020 makes 2021 feels like it's an overwhelming like everything is being dumped in that year 
<laughs> yeah, the moment theaters open up, it's going to be... It's going to be an insane situation. And so, yeah, I, I feel like this is definitely a very strange phase as far as there being so much. And before with the movies, it was very clear or at least kind of clear the progression of where this was going to end up at. But now I don't see what the end game, pardon the pun of phase four is what it's leading up to yeah and all that we can really say is they are focusing on expanding the mc universe to reach a level that we have not seen in any sense up until this point like even yeah the mcu has been kind of groundbreaking in how they build one movie after or another and they're all interconnected but also all independent this is taking it to a whole whole new level with the amount that they are announcing and all the different aspects that this is going to play into. Now, jumping off of Marvel, any Star Wars announcements make you kind of surprised? <laughs> I mean, you know, we were kind of expecting an Obi-Wan series, right? Yeah, but to see Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader when they're probably going to just have James Earl Jones do the voice anyway? Yeah. <laughs> That, I think, was probably one of the more interesting choices of Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader. Yeah, I find that so interesting because it's like, everyone's really excited about this, but it's just going to be like, anybody could be inside that mask. It's not going to be his voice. It's I understand why people are excited. It's nice to have that continuity. I mean, you're bringing Ian McGregor back and Hayden Christensen is going to be able to portray a certain level of body language that might have otherwise been missed in just his experience of working alongside of Ian McGregor. But at the same time, it's like, well, is it really that important? <laughs> yeah. The other series that I thought was a really interesting one because I wasn't expecting one is Andor. Yeah. It's like, okay, so we're getting Andor, who is kind of starts off in Rogue One as a little bit of an anti-hero and ends Rogue One in a giant fiery explosion. So obviously this is going to be a prequel to that. And I'm like, I don't really know what it is that I'm expecting from this one. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting there to be a story about Diego Luna's character from Rogue One right i mean i was expecting his storyline and everything to sort of end and begin with that movie so to see his character come back again were people asking for this i wasn't so but hey i'll take it diego luna is an amazing actor and if they treat any of these series like they have treated mandalorian so far i'm down again my personal preference for the ending of rogue one is that they had all gotten off the planet if they did that i'd probably be a little bit more excited to hear or see the continuing rebellious actions of the rogue run crew but i don't know i wasn't asking for it but then again i mean mandalorian is doing really well and maybe they can capture some of that same magic overall i think a lot of the star wars is that they kind of want to expand beyond the Skywalker lineage. They want to talk about more. They want to have more world building and make it a larger universe, which you're kind of seeing a little bit in The Mandalorian. But at the same time, it's not like they have a huge flush of really popular comic book characters like they do for the MCU to come up and be like, okay, now we're telling this character story, this character story. They have to look at what the products they've already put out and say which of these characters are going to be interesting enough to follow as we further expand this universe. Yeah, for sure. And I think that overall, I see the Star Wars universe and the both the movies and the TV series that are coming to Disney Plus and in theaters, I see those as, again, being very solid 
stories. I don't think we're going to see any issues with it. We've already kind of seen the level of care and attention and love that's going into these series by, I mean, seeing everything that we've seen so far out of The Mandalorian. I mean, that tells you a lot about what Disney's is trying to do with these Star Wars stories, right? And so I'm really looking forward to them. If again, if they're anything like The Mandalorian, I, I have no doubts that these are going to be just as good. And again, the fact that they're hiring really A-list actors and having some of the Hollywood's, you know, most interesting and more and really good directors, like, you know, Patty Jenkins directing Rogue Squadron, for example, it's it's a really great move. And then the fact that they're also tapping Taika Waititi to direct another Star Wars movie, right? I mean, those are really good things that I feel like Disney is doing for the Star Wars universe to kind of diversify it a little bit and having to see other stories being told through different lenses. And so I'm excited for that. Yeah, there is just so much coming down, just way too much that we can really tell into right now. I mean, we didn't even get to WandaVision having an announced release date of January 15th. They're having movies that are coming out on just the general Disney category. I mean, they're doing a Sister Act 3. It's the announcements is just way too much for us all to cover here. So closing thought, Daniel, out of everything, where are you the most excited and looking forward to? Oh man, you know, seeing as I have a really soft spot for Iron Man, I think Ironheart for me is definitely the one that I'm most excited for. So yeah, I can't wait for it. I gotta say for as a parent standpoint, I think my kids are really looking forward to some of the animated series that are coming out. A Baymax series, a Moana series, a Zootopia series. They're going to just go nuts for those when they get dropped. And I'm looking forward to all of this. This is just way more than I can really even parse as to what is the most exciting for me right now. For sure. But hey, if you want to let us know what you're most excited about out of all of these announcements, let us know by hitting us up on Facebook at Streaming Thoughts and on Twitter at Streaming Geek. This has been Nathan. And this has been Daniel. Thank Thank you for for listening. listening.